If you want your dream to be, build it slow and surely. Small beginning, greater end. Heartfelt work grows purely. If you want to live life free, take your time, go slowly. Do few things, but do them well. Simple joys are holy. Day by day, stone by stone, build your secret slowly. Day by day, you'll grow too. You'll know heaven's glory. This is David Russell and your faith anew. Welcome. This episode is a first for your faith anew because we're hosting an incredibly special guest, priest, speaker, and author, Father Donald Calloway. St. Joseph has been keeping Father very busy these days, but even so, in a great act of charity, he most willingly accepted our invitation to join us. We begin with his prayer for this episode. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, pour down your graces and mercies upon our time that our words would be uh, pleasing to you and beneficial for the listeners, fruitful for their spiritual lives, especially through the powerful intercession of St. Joseph. And we ask this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you very much, Father. It is such an honor having you as a guest of this little podcast, Your Faith Anew. And I claim and believe that St. Joseph answered our prayers in your being here. For those of our listeners who may not know Father Calloway, he is a Marian father of the Immaculate Conception of the Most Blessed Virgin Mary and a prolific author. And one of his most recent books is Consecration to St. Joseph, The Wonders of Our Spiritual Father. A dear friend of mine suggested that I read your book and consecrate to St. Joseph. And so my wife, Gloria, and I did so uh, last year on the feast day of Our Lady of Knock. And your book, Father, and this consecration to St. Joseph had a great personal impact on us. Gloria and I had both lost our fathers last year, and we believe that God sent us our spiritual father, St. Joseph, in our time of grief. And for your part in this, Father Calloway, we are forever grateful. Oh, well, I'm, uh, I'm so humbled by that, and you know, sorry to hear about the loss of, of both your fathers. What a tragedy, and, and in what a difficult time. You know, it's a, it's a crazy time in the world right now, so I'm sure that that wasn't easy. But yes, I, I'm sure that, you know, the Holy Trinity was sending St. Joseph into your lives to, to be that comforting presence of, of a good father, and uh, we praise God for that, absolutely. Well, there were many graces showered upon us during that time, and it was actually, I'll say it was a beautiful experience 
Um, even in the passing of our dads, it was the most beautiful experience. Mm. Uh, c- couldn't have been more blessed in, in all of it. I'd like you to just maybe tell us about what is an act of consecration and why should we do it? Right now on the podcast, actually, we're doing a consecration to Jesus through Mary. Um, mm-hmm. But what is a consecration and why should we do these consecrations? Yeah, well, the the word itself, consecration, it basically means to set something aside for a holy purpose. So, you know, by our baptism, we are consecrated to Jesus. So we're set aside um, to be his followers, his disciples, and, you know, we're incorporated into his filial relationship with the Father. So we become brothers and sisters of Jesus, and we can cry out to God as our Father. Um, That's our greatest consecration. Now, other things can be consecrated. For example, we consecrate a chalice for Mass. Uh, We consecrate the altar that's used. And then we ourselves can be consecrated to those who help us um, go to Jesus and get closer to him. So many people do a, as you said, a, uh, a pious consecration to the Virgin Mary because she's the mother of Jesus. She's our spiritual mother and, and she's going to help us get closer to him. And that's what this consecration to St. Joseph is as well. It's realizing the importance that St. Joseph played in the, in the life of Jesus and the important role that he has is playing for us too in interceding for us from heaven. So we consecrate ourselves to St. Joseph so that we can get closer to Jesus. So that's what it's all about, because ultimately everything is all about Jesus. Amen. It was really a stroke of genius, I think, to use the litany of St. Joseph as your template. And, and, and describe how you you came to use that and how this uh, this inspiration of the consecration came about. Yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because when I, you know, when I gathered all the material and I had done several years of research putting, you know, all of that material together, amassing it from around the world, but I didn't have a structure for the book. So I thought, well, I have a lot of great stuff, but how do I make sense out of it? What do I, how do I format this thing? And I didn't know. So I spent about, about three months coming up with something that I thought was good, but at the end of the three months, I said, this isn't going to work. This is just not a good method. And so I went to prayer and I had been praying the litany of St. Joseph for some time. And it never dawned on me to kind of add it up. So I started counting the titles in the litany and it was almost 33. So I said, well, this is perfect because <laughs> I can have an introduction every day. We'll go through one of the titles and I'll explain that. And then we'll give some added material some wonders of St. Joseph, and then we'll do the conclusion with the consecration. So I thought, this is fantastic, because then (laughs) this is the officially approved prayer of the church, the litany of St. Joseph with his titles. So, um, yeah, the Holy Spirit was completely behind that one, for sure. (laughs) It really is fantastic. And and to to go into the the depths of the litany and the wonders of St. Joseph is... It just raises your appreciation for him to such a high level and see him as never seen before. Uh, I've always had kind of a, let's say, a cordial relationship with St. Joseph, and Mm. he's actually answered many prayers for us, but this just took it to another level completely. Thanks for telling me that because I, you know, I I had a, a joy in putting it together because 
even doing the research, you know, I, I could say, like you said very well, I probably had the same relationship with him. It was cordial. It was pleasant. I, I asked him for his help, you know, uh, but I really didn't know him that well. And I didn't know many of the things associated with him, you know. Um, and so when I did the consecration myself, you know, I, I, I not only wrote it, but then I did it myself. Um, and that was a different experience because putting the book together was wonderful. But then to actually sit down and pray the book, because it's a book that you don't just read. You, yes. you pray, you know, the book. And oh, it was just amazing. I mean, I, I remember saying to myself, I, I really love you, St. Joseph. I really <laughs> I am grateful that you're in my life. And I, I really uh, need you. And I want, you know, to, to be as close to you as I can possibly get. And I'm so grateful for that. Yes, I can understand why. Now, you referred to mystics or the mystical 58 times in your book. And we mm. love here at Your Faith Anew learning from the mystics. And this is a term that is unfamiliar to many Catholics, but mysticism mm. is, it seems that the acceptance seems to be having a resurgence. Uh, what would you say about the role of mysticism in the church today? And of course, you have a close connection to a couple of great uh, mystics in St. Faustine and St. John Paul II. You know, in the Catholic tradition, you know, we understand that mystic, mystical life or mysticism as being those who are responding to gifts of the Holy Spirit for themselves, but then also oftentimes it's to be a gift to others. Uh, and that can take the form, for example, of people having visions of Jesus, Mary, the saints. Uh, you know, we often refer to it as apparitions or even locutions where maybe they don't see, but they hear the voice of our Lord or our Lady or the saints. Uh, or, you know, um, having these, these gifts of being able to write about the hidden years, for example, of the Holy Family. You have... Many mystics like Venerable Mary of Agreda or yeah. Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich, who God gave them almost an ability, you could say, to, to um, see visually uh, as though it was being you know, played back to them, uh, a recording, so to speak, of some of those aspects of the life of our Lord and the Holy Family, um, those kind of things. And, you know, all that has to be discerned by the church, of course, because on occasion you can get some sure. uh, people who, you know, are not authentic, well-intentioned most, most times, but sometimes it's, it's, it's more them than, than the Holy Spirit. Um, but when the church does put her approval on these things, they're, they're an extraordinary gift. I mean, think about the gift that we've been given in, as you said, the Divine Mercy message through St. Faustina. You know, we have a new feast day. We have the chaplet. We have the image because of her mystical insights uh, that the Holy Spirit gave here. So, um, yeah, so I, I share uh, quite a few of those things related to St. Joseph uh, in the book. And, and it's excellent. It brings, a, it brings that depth because here we have a special affection for servant of God, Louisa Picaretta, and the mm -hmm. gift of living in the divine will. And, Father, what words of encouragement could you give us awaiting Louisa's cause as we waited a long time for St. Faustina's. These things take time. Um, it's rare that somebody moves along quickly. I mean, we've seen some of those recently uh, with St. John Paul II, Mother Teresa, and, and several others. But 
normally, you know, it takes time. Um, and the church is examining it and, and looking at it and praying about it. And yeah, persevere, you know, because, uh, for example, the, the founder of my religious community, the Marians, he died in uh, 1701. Um, he was not beatified or canonized until uh, the last decade. So um, took a long time. So <laughs> just keep praying. Keep I praying. apologize uh, that I don't know this, but who was the founder of the Marians? Yeah, his name is St. Stanislaus Pachinski, ordinary uh, priest, but also he was a mystic. Um, he would have mystical encounters with the souls in purgatory. Wow. And um, therefore would intercede for them constantly. And that's one of the charisms that he gave to the community was to always be praying for the souls in purgatory. That's a great intention to pray for those souls. They can't pray for themselves, but they can pray for us and we can pray for them. That's right. Now, we know there's no such thing as a coincidence, but did you have any indication that the Holy Father was going to declare a year of St. Joseph? Well, um, yes and no, because, um, you know, as I was doing the research for the book, it it dawned on me on one occasion that uh, we've never had a year of St. Joseph in in the church. Uh, We've never had a pope do anything like that. We've had great other years, a year of Our Lady, year of prayer, and many others, and they're wonderful. Um, So I was curious, and so I said, well, you know what? I'm going to make a bold move here, and I wrote a letter to the pope um, in 2019, and I had a brother priest put it into Spanish, and and then we had a bishop uh, hand-deliver it to the pope in uh, yeah, in May of 2019, and we have pictures of that encounter where they were holding my letter and talking about it, the Pope and the, and the Argentinian bishop, and well, I didn't hear anything back initially, but I also wrote another letter to uh, an office in Rome, and I asked them to grant me uh, a, a blessing and an indulgence for anyone who would do consecration to St. Joseph. Well, I got a letter back from Cardinal Piacenza, who's in charge of this particular office there, and he said, I, we do grant you this, and we are calling it the year of St. Joseph. Now, that was just sent to me. Well, here we go. And so uh, less than a year later, on December 8th, 2020, all of a sudden, the Pope declares the year of St. Joseph, and the official office uh, was, was the same one, and it was the same cardinal who wrote me, uh, Cardinal Piacenza, but now the year of St. Joseph wasn't just for me, it was for the whole church. So I don't know. I mean, I am hoping my letter had something to do with it, but um, at any rate, I'm just grateful that we have it because it's going to be a blessing beyond blessings. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, that's incredible. But it just goes to show you, you know, when you're inspired to do something, really, you know, take action and do it. And you were inspired to do it and you followed through with that. So we really yeah. not need to follow our inspirations. You're right. You're right. And and reach out in faith because, you know, when I sent that letter, I didn't know if the, the Pope would get it. You know, I, I thought maybe, well, maybe a secretary will get it. No, give me a nice little response. Yes. That'll be, that'll be nice. But um, yeah, you just never know how things are going to work out and uh, the fruit that it can bear. And, you know, we all we have to do is just trust. Isn't that the spirituality of our times, right? Jesus, yes. I trust in yes. you. Yes, yes. And, and move forward. And, and in God's time, if it's his will... It'll happen. That's right. That's right. 
Now, how has the Pope's proclamation impacted the demand for you and for your book? Have you seen an impact by this? Oh, brother, you have no idea. (laughs) Tell me. The Pope's my agent right now. (laughs) When he... When he made that declaration, I kid you not, <laughs> since December 8th, 2020, my phone is like a slot machine. It just goes off all day, every day. <laughs> so <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, and, and the demand for the book for consecration to St. Joseph is so off the charts right now that we can barely keep up with it. I mean, we've already printed 300,000 copies. Um, and that's just the paperback because that doesn't include the ebook or the audio book. And, um, the book is about to appear in nine languages, uh, in about the next two to three weeks, it's going to be available in nine other languages. It's amazing. That is amazing. That is just fantastic. And it really does show that it is of God. In, yeah. in my opinion, I mean, it's, it's really a great witness uh, to um, to the Saint Joseph and the love mm-hmm. of Saint Joseph, that's just fantastic. So, what countries are you shipping to? Yeah. Oh well. So the we're in a little difficult situation with shipping out of to different countries because of the COVID restrictions and oh. all of that. So in the United States, we have the English and the Spanish, but all these other translations. For example, it's going to be in. Italian, German, French, Portuguese, Croatian, Polish, Arabic, Maltese, um, Vietnamese, a whole bunch of others. Those those translations will be available in those countries um, because it, it's hard. Like if we print those books here in the United mm-hmm. States, there's not enough demand for like the Vietnamese, for example. <laughs> right. So when you print them in the States, you have to make a big printing. And if we only saw like 40 of them, it's just not enough to sustain it. So They'll be printed in those countries where the language is uh, spoken and read. That seems to be the uh, the best way to do it. So the sales of your books help to support your religious community. That's and, right. And, yeah, and, I don't I don't make a dime off of it myself. It all goes right to the religious community. Would you speak about the uh, supporting the Marian Fathers and the, and the good works that all your brothers do? Because there seem to be a number of authors within your community. Yeah, so it's it's we really need the support too because um, we have thirty one seminarians right now, and that's a blessing, <laughs> but it's also a burden in the sense of the financial uh, strain. So you know, as you know, boys can eat, and these guys can eat. So, <laughs> Um, imagine if you had 31 children, you know, uh, and you had to feed, house and educate them. This is a lot. So a lot of the writing of these books and a lot of the ministries that we do is to first and foremost, obviously, to give people the truth and to save souls. That comes above all else. Um, but then there is the the, you know, just we got to pay the bills. So um these things are done to help the, the community and, and all the good works that we're doing and to see these men through so that they can become priests. And um, yeah, so it's, it's, it is, it, it's, it's a wonderful thing uh, when people are, are giving the products and growing closer to Jesus and also helping uh, us in our, in our religious life. Could you have ever imagined this when you were, let's say, I don't know, 15 years old, 18 years old, that you'd be called into this direction? Oh, absolutely not. I, I, 
that's the last thing I would have been thinking because anybody who knows my story knows, you know, I wasn't even Catholic at that age. Um, I was far away from God. And so, yeah, I, it's the last thing I would have ever thought, but God's ways are not our ways. Right. So, um, he had a plan for sure. Sure enough. You know, I purchased the artwork that you commissioned, mm. the, the Terror of Demons, mm-hmm. uh, and I just would like to know a little bit about how you know how you found the artist and what inspired you to to do this to commission artwork for this purpose. Yeah, I love these these commissioned pieces. So when I was doing my research, you know, I wanted to put some images of Saint Joseph in the book in the back for people to be able to see and. But, you know, a lot of the art throughout the centuries has depicted St. Joseph in less than a great way, in my opinion. I mean, they either depicted him as very old or just kind of in the background, um, not that attractive. A lot of times, unfortunately, sometimes even almost effeminate looking, like very soft. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's just not St. Joseph. I mean, we need younger, more masculine, strong depictions of him. because that's more true to history and who he was, you know, as a carpenter and also working with stone and, and modeling manhood for Jesus. So, so I, I know a lot of people and I did some research as well, but I, I asked uh, eight um, artists who are classically trained, you know, a lot of modern art is just weird. It's, I don't even know how people sell that stuff, but you know, some of the, uh, there's some people still alive here who, can paint like a Michelangelo or, or like a Leonardo, you know, in the past. And um, so I asked them, look, if I have these ideas, if I share my ideas with you, you know, what I would like to see in these images and, and describe it to you with the colors and all of that, would you be able to do it? And, and they were happy to do it and uh, had some benefactors who helped to pay for it, of course, because it wasn't free. Um, but yeah, they're, they're wonderful. And the neat thing about it is that we've made them available. So people can actually purchase these um, to hang up in their home or in, you know, the school or whatever. Um, and they're cheap. I mean, they're 1995 for one of these beautiful canvas images. Yes, I have and, one right here in my office. Yeah, they're, people love them. I mean, yeah, they're, they're fantastic. So um, the, you can see them in the back of the book, but then we also have a website where you can purchase them. And, uh, and the website is consecration to St. Joseph.org, um, where you can see them and, and check them out. Okay. Well, I'll make sure that link is in our podcast show notes. That's the one because it, it's a nice website because it also gives people an introduction to what this is all about. It has a, the chart that suggested dates. You can do it anytime, but um, it's posted there so you can see it. It's got all the endorsements from cardinals, bishops, and theologians and all that. And it's also the place where you can get the paperback, the ebook, and the audio book, as well as the, the art. Uh, I designed also a St. Joseph Terror of Demons Rosary, which is amazing. Um, you can get all kind of goodies there. The Sleeping St. Joseph statue, the Year of St. Joseph 2021 wall calendar, which is amazing. There's not another one like it on the planet. Um, all that stuff is on that website. Well, we'll certainly be going there, and I have used it myself in the past. Now, are there any questions that you wished I asked you? Well, one, it's probably, you know, on the website, we do have 
uh, 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 frequently asked questions because a lot of people, you know, they hear about it, but they're they're a little kind of um, questioning this. They ask, well, Father, how can I give myself to St. Joseph in a consecration if I've already given myself to Mary in mm-hmm. a consecration? And it's a good question. It's, it it's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with asking that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to explain it to people like this. Jesus did not just entrust himself to Mary. Um, you know, she is his mother and she is greater than St. Joseph for sure. She's immaculate. She's the mother of God. But he chose to give himself to Mary and Joseph. And in doing that, he gave us an example uh, because we are his brothers and sisters. And so we kind of have to have the same parents that he had um, in order to, to be in that family. And we're not what that means is we're not members of, 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 of a one parent spiritual family. So Mary is our spiritual mother and St. Joseph is our spiritual father. And there's it's not a competition. It's a complementarity. Mm. Um, it's right and proper for all children to have a mother and a father. And that's what Jesus did. And so let's imitate Jesus. So let's um, let's welcome Joseph into this um, and, and, and into our devotional life, into our life of prayer. Uh, and that's what this consecration seeks to do. And uh, that's probably the most frequently asked question. Well, it's a great question and a great answer, too. Uh, here at the uh, at Your Faith Anew, we're going to be offering uh, to follow along with the consecration to St. Joseph using your book uh, mm-hmm. with some brief commentary and, and prayer beginning February 15th and ending on the Feast of St. Joseph, March 19th in this year dedicated to St. Joseph. I mean, that is really exciting. No, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's uh, so many parishes are doing that as well. And um, yeah, I'm so happy about this. I just, I'm so excited because, I mean, you think about it. St. Teresa of Avila, for example, who lived in the 16th century, she has such a great love for St. Joseph. Or, or St. Andre Bassett, who built the oratory of St. Joseph in Montreal. They would have loved to have been living during a time when the church declared a year of St. Joseph, what they wouldn't have done. Um, but, you know, we are now the ones who are privileged to have this grace in our lifetime. So let's take advantage of it. Let's do everything we can to be open to the Holy Spirit and to go to Joseph. Yes, yes, indeed. And with your busy schedule that you could just slice out a little bit of time for us, how greatly I appreciate it. We all appreciate it, Father. And if you oh, could, thank you. I just, I'm so grateful. Could, could you close us in prayer and, and a blessing? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, through the powerful intercession of St. Joseph, we pray for all the listeners, for their families, for their intentions, especially to take away uh, any anxieties, any fears because of the current situation in the world with so many people being out of work and being very stressed because of these unknowns uh, that we're living through. Pray for peace in our hearts, for, for hope in our hearts, and for those who are out of work, that they would be able to find work, uh, and for a blessing of, uh, of all families, that they would be renewed through the powerful intercession of St. Joseph. We ask this blessing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father. God bless you and your ministry. Thank you. Well, that's all for now. I hope you enjoyed our program.